coming up on this episode of Never Late African Time. But I do want to know, I mean, are you the, the roaster in your family? Kitchen is my place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me. Kitchen is my place. <laughs> that night I danced Michael Jackson. I sang Two-Face, African Queen. Wait, where? In the cell. <laughs> what would be too far for you mm. in terms of an intimate scene? I would say would be far from me. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be that specific. <laughs> what have you learned about money and men, the most complicated oh. things on this earth? Dates. A Nigerian yeah. man always takes care of the bills. We know that. That's why I'm always in West Africa. <laughs> Black man just left the group chat. <laughs> And welcome to the inaugural episode of the Never Late African Time Podcast. Now, this is a grand stage full of wonderful conversations with some of the most talented people from our African continent. My name is Zueli Mbele, and together with my co-host, the wonderful Andy Makondwan, we are going to scour the continent and unlock the richness of the African entertainment industry. Now, we as Africans undoubtedly come on. We're hilarious. Yeah. And despite the many difficulties that may come with the African experience, we always find find a way to laugh at ourselves yeah. and laugh through a situation. 100%. So today we're going to explore how comedy and humor is not just about the chuckles, but it's also a safe space to talk about difficult topics like gender inequality, sexuality, politics, religion, as well as other hot topics. So our guest today are two people who are no strangers when it comes to comedy and creating funny content. Yeah. So whether it's worse than your siblings or laughing at Father Abraham and his uh, son's relationship, we're going to laugh and have a good time and really have some conversations about that. So we start off in South Africa where we have the award-winning comedian and actress Celeste Ndoli. She's a stand-up queen known for her unfiltered, vulnerable, as well as raw comedy. Now Celeste made her acting debut in 2013 where she played the formidable first wife of a taxi boss in a local telenovela. Her work as a comic has seen her make her mark all over the African continent as well as touring London and the US as well. Now on Netflix, you can catch her acting chops on Jiva and also laugh yourself silly on Only Jokes Allowed. Celeste is also currently on a break from her stand-up tour, Money and Men, to make her time to write something that she has not told anybody about. But between Zwilly and I, uh-huh. I think we've got the skills to get the tea. We're going to get it out <laughs> so we'll today. See. We're we'll getting see. it out today. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> now that is not all. From the city of Ikiti in Nigeria, we are joined by model and actor Kunle Remy. Nigeria's favorite on-screen lover boy. Kunle got his start in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. after winning the seventh edition of the Bruder <laughs> Ultimate Surge back in 2010 and has also gone on to play a wide range of roles across different genres, establishing himself as a key member of Nigeria's acting community. Now, Kunle has also won an award for Best Kiss. Oh. Best Kiss, right? Uh-huh. I see Celeste wants to try it out. You know, I was on that show for eight years, not one kissing scene. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see where that will Some people are winning kissing scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Let's go. I think I want to go and do Nollywood now. (laughs) (laughs) See what it's all about. (laughs) Now, Kudley is also the king of TikTok for his funny as well as his fresh skits. And some of his most notable works include appearances in Family Forever, Golden Statue, Sin City, Mama Drama, The Eve, and of course, playing the lead in the smash Netflix original, and Niger Christmas. Guys, so lovely to have you over here. Looking forward to the laughs and the chuckles. Thank you. Listen, I mean, you guys are hilarious on stage, online, uh, on screen as well. But on the other side of it, who makes you laugh? And also, what was the last thing that made you laugh? There's a friend of mine who's a comedian who makes me laugh. Really? From day one. Tendrick kills me all the time. Uh, yeah, and also other comedians, of course. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have comics comics, and we have people that you know, that you work with on sets, mm. even though sometimes they're not stand-up comedians, yeah. they're mm. comedy actors. They're hilarious. I was with him. I can understand. <laughs> <the thing. laughs> Is it a competition as to who's the funniest? Who's going to get really, the punchline? Not really if you enjoy and, and you accept other people's humour. Because humour is, not, yeah, is subjective. Everybody makes me laugh. Yeah. In the sense that uh, you don't even know you're making me laugh sometimes. Because yeah. mm. I see the humour in, in a lot of things. Yeah. Right? And then most importantly, my brain makes me laugh. True. Because you, know, you just think of random things. It's a party upstairs. That's, that's, that's so true. Shade. That's so true. Yeah, because... But your brain is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not filtered. It's exactly. 
exactly. So you have to find a way to filter it and then bring it up. But I mean, yeah, everything makes me everything. Like there's humor and everything. I want to get to you, Celestine, as well, because I mean, you have toured all over the world. Mm. You're making us laugh. People are happy to see you on stage, but I'm sure you've seen some pretty wild things while you're on stage and you're like, yeah. ah. So what's the weirdest or craziest thing that you have seen or experienced while you are on stage? Watching other people? <laughs> Watching other people or just the experience of being at a gig? Watching other people it's sad to see a comedian that is dying on stage. Oh. Really? That is like, ooh, ooh. you know. No. Like, mm. rather you have the audience going, ee, ah, rather ah. than the audience dead quiet. That, that death is, is very painful. Yeah. As a comedian, you like, you want to go, go. You want to be like, do you want a therapy? Should we hug you too? Because <laughs> that's, that's the most painful thing. I think that's, yeah. that becomes an awkward moment. But otherwise, anything in comedy goes. Yeah. With the headless, you get the headless in time. And the headless are giving you the opportunity to up your game. Because I mean, sure. he's there or she's there. I've got the mic. <laughs> I've got the punchlines too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess so I think the weirdest thing I've seen is when the comedian dies or sometimes the, the, the audience is not ready for that information. Sometimes mm. there that, that is that thing. Mm. It's not like your set is wrong. Mm. The audience you're selling to, you know when I was in Lagos to perform for Basket Mouse? Yeah. Right. Because I come with this, you know, we sing it all. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was looking at me, madam, like this. <laughs> Why don't you have a man? Yeah, yeah. so, so my jokes didn't land that much. Yeah. As much as I thought they would land to. Yeah. In South African audiences, we go through this. Yes. It's not yeah. a shock, I think. But in, in Nigeria, I found women were like, Okay, are you mm. sure? Maybe the problem is with you now. <laughs> but but they laughed. Let's but I, I understood search. that yeah, yeah the, the information, how they process it, it's we don't different. come from the same space. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know what, Kunle? I mean, you have um, how would I say, passionate fans. Oh my babies. Yeah. My I mean, family. one of them, them even family. came to kiss you in the mouth. I mean, best kiss. A, I mean, for, from best kiss to that, I mean, I don't blame Let's them. Let's hear about this kiss situation. <laughs> I, Let's kiss in, in, in but and it out gets of worse. Sense. It gets worse because there was another fan who actually cut a piece of your arm what? with a bottle. There is nothing How did that happen? under the sun. No, tell us. What happened? Okay, so what? it was a fan. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> you see, it's I, I was just shocked. Okay, so true story. Uh-huh. Um, I, was, I had three jobs I was doing at the same time. Sure. Um, I was trying to shuttle both of them. At that point, it was my earlier stage. This was 2016. I was just getting hot. Mm -hmm. You know, in the industry, when I say, yeah, getting hot. <laughs> I, was just, I was just getting hot. So I was booked, booked, booked. So I was, and they all moved dates. So I couldn't really balance things. I was trying mm. to be Clark Kent. Yeah. Come here, shoot till 12. Oh, yeah. Come here, yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. So I try not to sleep. So sure. I went for a friend's party. You know, had a little buzz. Then someone asked, it's my birthday, come through. I really don't want to sleep because I have to shoot tomorrow. So mm. I go to the club. I get there, and then the guy is on the couch. I was in This is from he, I think he knows me from Tinsel, the, the show. And yeah. he, he sees me and goes, Oh my, my character name is Zane. He mm -hmm. goes, Oh my God, Zane! Ah, Babao! And he was holding the glass <laughs> like this, and he jumps down the couch and just, you know, this kind of men shake, ah. you know, and then, ah. But hey, oh, the glass broke. But I was like, Oh, we'll get another drink. And then one of the guys just steps and says, Something fell. I'm like, Yes, yeah, it was a glass. He says, No. So he bends down, picks it up, it was my skin. <gasps> no, this is the best part. You know oh, what you see? So, yeah, yeah, that's the best part. Also like, okay. <laughs> so I see my what? skin, and next thing I just, you know at that point, it's white. It's the inside. Oh my oh. goodness. As soon as I see it, then that breeze, you see this chill, is it? <laughs> the breeze oh. just came. Oh my goodness. That's when I realized that, shit. As I was doing, the DJ was doing, tan, 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 tan. <laughs> so as I was screaming, people were thinking, I was like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm bleeding. And the guy didn't even know. Nobody knew until some people came around That's and they, what? they put a sanitary towel on my hand, by the way, to soak the blood. It. But that, that, that happened. I, so I always carry the scar. You know. Let's see, let's see. It's a, it's a price of fame. That's oh insane. God, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you paid, you paid your dues. Yeah. Ah, that's no, crazy. Celeste, we've all had, I think everyone here, we've had an interaction with a call center agent. Oh, yeah. That's I a was a call story. center agent myself. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Do you draw on, you know, some of those experiences within your stand-up and your job now? Definitely. I will say how I even got to do stand-up, everything, because I was a job-to-job -job person. Oh. I started comedy in 2005, which was in my late 20s. So, yeah. you know, I've been moving from this job to the other. I was a bookseller, I was on the call center, I was a manager, a horrible one. 
It's a joke. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I'm going home. Please look after this shop. That's how much I was a horrible manager. Like, because I don't think I liked what I was doing. And, uh, and, and yeah, now that I'm a storyteller, all those things makes me be vigilant and mm, understand yeah. the audience that you're talking yeah. to. Because I've been that audience mm. and I've been that person who works the nine to five. Mm. I was hired to work at this call center on a, I don't know, maybe the previous week. I didn't know then when I was hired that it was going to be a Christmas party. So they invited oh, me to the Christmas party. <laughs> okay. Although I hadn't started working shifts, uh-huh. but I was invited to the party. Okay. <laughs> and they, they had, like they were known for their Christmas parties. Yeah. You drink until you die. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Lebu Matosa performing oh, as an oh. artist. I got drunk. Of course. Went on stage. Oh. Danced with Lebo Matosa. Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> the next day was my first day at work. Oh, oh, no. When I came in, everyone was like, aren't you dancing for Lebo Matosa? <laughs> <laughs> they thought you were dancing? Because <laughs> then no one knew me. Yeah. I just got hired yeah. and then got invited yeah. to the Christmas party. This is the wrong room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had... Heavy hangover, oh like, because the, the booze was free, bruh. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Coming from unemployment, hey! <laughs> Give me more. And then my, my shift was two midday. Like, you know, call center has got shifts. Six yes, to six, yes. two to ten, blah, blah, blah. So I was doing two to ten. Sure. Ooh, I was dying. <laughs> now it's a new time. I'm joining the team. <laughs> First time you're joining the team, you're sweating. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what the cause the people who open up the lunch boxes, yeah. everything smells awful. I'm like, oh, can they close this thing? Like, okay. I had to ask to go home. First day at work. So that's my experience as a call center agent. Oh, <laughs> I had yeah, to ask about that. my first shift. Kunle, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been saying that, you know, you don't like how Nollywood has typecast you as the lover boy, the bad boy, you know. But you said to yourself, you know what? <laughs> if they're going to call me the lover boy, I'm going to be the best lover boy. Yes. So judging from judging yourself right. as Ugo in A Night of Christmas, was that your best lover boy performance? Or do you have another one in you? Because I think Celeste wants to be your, your cast yeah. member. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for me, I had those people who are winning kisses. I'm like, hey, I know. There, there's more. There's more? Yeah. Celeste, I there's... got you, girl. Oh, okay. Netflix? Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hook it up. Connect us. <laughs> um, there is one, but yeah, there was a typecast, you know, and it really bothered me for, mm. for, the, for, the, for the longest time. But then okay. again, Wisdom just says, look, if this is a typecast, um, till you have the chance to prove otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you have to work to prove otherwise. Yeah. You know, I can't just keep saying, I can do more, and I don't, you know. Yeah. So mine is, you know, having that opportunity to be a lover boy, mm. which, you know, as much as I know that, it comes I naturally. I was just complaining, you know? but... I can, you know, it comes naturally. I can flirt, like... <laughs> You know, but um, so I didn't want to show so much of that because that's that's uh, that's easy. Ah, oh, I see. So it doesn't challenge you as an exactly. actor. Exactly. Yeah. Because so, it's what, what you do on the outside as well. You said what? <laughs> 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 that's right. So I, don't, like I don't hear on this side. So yeah, I just I, I just embraced it and and it worked. You know, mm. at the point I saw every role I was getting was. Lover boy, lover boy. Mm. And it does give me more chance to show more emotional side to, to the character. And then you open up. But I, I think maybe don't complain that much, eh? I will tell you why. We, have, we don't have much, you know, eye candy things as women. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. everything. A, a movie, a music video, mm. all this is eye candy for men. Mm. So... Please Carry hold on. Hold oh, yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one's and, complaining. And, and, please yeah, hold and, on. And, 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 and. <laughs> We are just getting warmed up with our guests talking all things comedy. Here's a scene from A Night of Christmas where Kunle's character, lover boy Ugo, learns from his mother what he has to do to earn his inheritance. Merci. You know what? I have decided that whichever of you boys that settles down and marries first will take this house. Mm? Oh. <coughs> Drink water, mummy, mummy. Give him water now. Ah, from childhood, I'm a rush. Rush, I'm I wasn't rushing the food. It's what you said that rushed into my throat. <laughs> mummy, this house. Oh, this is my right. I'm the first son. This house comes to me. They're just children now. 
this house goes to whoever I say it belongs to. Mm -hmm. And that is the son that is ready to take this house as a family house and not a playhouse. Now, sadly, Kunle, last year, Mrs. Rachel Oniga, who actually played your mother in A Niger Christmas, she passed away. And I'm pretty sure there were so many lessons that you were able to learn Mm. from her, you know, her craft and that sort of thing. Can you share some of those with us? Um... I mean, just watching is just kind of... Mm, brings uh, it all back yeah. up. Bless her. I mean, so many... This is my second time she played my mother. Um, and first time, it was so beautiful. because She's, she's an amazing woman. She's mm, actually yeah. a mother. Oh, I right? love so her. So it's not just being my mother on set. She, she is a mother. Mm. Um, and she... She's open to conversations. She's open to, to being there. She's open to listening. Yeah. Um, she's not I'm a veteran, you know. Mm. Hey, hey. No, she's, she's a proper, proper mother. Mm. Um, there was a, one of the things I remember, there's a hospital scene where she fakes her, she faints, and then we all get to the hospital. And yes, then, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she's like, uh, when I go to get married, you know, you're not busy getting We're like, oh my God, really? Yo, are we doing this again? And she's like, <laughs> we're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And it was so dramatic. And she had to cry, but she wasn't really teary. And she just kept taking a bottle of water and drinking. And then after the scene, I, I asked her, I said, why are you drinking water that way? She said, oh, that's how I cry. Oh, wow. So she can channel, because it's comedy now, right? And because she's mm. actually not really... Yeah, she does sure. oh, yeah. She's performing the sickness for us so we can mm. get married. Mm. So it wasn't like it was, she had to be so emotional. She was actually blackmailing us. Mm. Yeah. Um, but she had to, she needed tears. So there was a trick she had with water where she gulps a lot. And that literally oh, wow. brings up the cry. I did it. I did it in a movie. I did it. It works. Really? It works. Oh, it works. Tell me this skill. You want to cry? Yeah, you want to cry. Whatever you want to cry, just call me. Okay. Like, you have a bottle of water. <laughs> gulp it. So wait, you gulp it just before so, the... So it's just a heavy gulp, like take a lot. Like, yeah. And then it just... Because it's water, I don't know yeah. how... I don't know how... We, I, I still don't understand how it works, but yeah. it channels the tears. No. And once you have the tears, once you feel teary, yeah. emotions just... Of course, just, the, the script and the everything... That was, that was one major okay. thing I learned and I felt like, oh, where have I been? Where, I, I That's mean, cool, man. I've been, I've been crying. I've been crying on set <laughs> and I really cry with Mugo. This is, this is easy. This is, this is a trick. Wow, and, but that, that's, from, that's from experience. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and I'm glad if that was the only thing I got for her from that set, I mean, mm. aside from her love, mm. that was just very good because... Having a masterclass or a coaching or whatever, I can yeah. always say, like, yeah. drink water. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, Celeste, I mean, we've seen a lot of comedians go into acting. Uh-huh. Do you think that comedy is a nice playground for and, and a setup to get into acting that makes it easier somewhat? Yeah, I do. But then I got, it was vice versa for mm. me. I could, as a comedian, I was just a stand-up comedian yeah. before yeah. I did the show. Yeah. And when I got the show, the character was not a comic yeah. character. It was... Mm. He, she was humorous, but she was serious mm. because she was in a polygamous relationship. So I had to learn a lot about how to channel characters that are, I mean, I could never be in a polygamous relationship. But I had to, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she was a first wife. I had to be not judgmental about mm. the women who are in a polygamous yeah. relationship. The work that I needed to do to prepare myself for that yes. character, I understood that, damn, acting is a, is a totally different space because yeah. you have to take the character home. Mm. Like that's why now even the show is not there. I can wear my pink nails because I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do so many stuff. Yeah, like I could, true. I had to be that old rural woman. I remember my ex-boyfriend didn't want to watch the show because sure. uh, I'll be there all sex. I'm like, who's this now? I switch off because she didn't look like me. She mm. didn't act like me. Mm. But then the chance to be to be in someone else's shoes in terms of understanding life, that sometimes there are people who are in a polygamous relationship for these reasons. Mm. So I think as much as you can be a comedian, acting has its own respect that also it deserves to be given. I mean, right now, the trick I've done, I've been acting for almost a decade now, but it's the first time hearing that. Mm. Every other actor has its own skill of how they channel their characters. Mm. So I think... uh, Definitely, comedians is co- comedy is also vast because there are most comedians who do radio. There are comedians who do only corporate gigs. There are comedians yeah. who don't want to be on the mainstream. Mm, they mm, prefer mm. to 
have their shows and have their people coming yes. to their shows. That, that's enough for them. Mm. So I think it's nice. The comedy is lovely because it can take you to so many spaces. But when you get to those spaces, it does not necessarily mean it just translates. Mm. You need to still do the work in understanding that there are people who have been acting for 30 years. So mm. you're just gonna, not going to come here because you have a name in comedy mm. and just undermine what happens on the Definitely. other side or undermine what happens on radio. Definitely. You understand? Yeah. Like yeah. There are things that you do on radio that I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, because we just go there and be like, okay, what do we press? Do I press this button? No, this is not your button. It's like you said, the little you're things right. that you get to understand. I think every, every other craft. genre, every craft, yeah, needs, needs a bit of respect. Mm. As much as you can move from this one to the other one, understand that when you move, it's your chance to learn. Definitely. It's a process. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really respect the craft of acting. I love the, that. I mean, for you, I mean, Kunle, I mean, yours happened somewhat opposite. You started off in your acting career and then it was in lockdown that you find, found your funny space or your funny self online and you became the king of TikTok that you are right now. <laughs> is, it, is it an easy transition for you being the funny man online? Do you like that? So 2020 changed everything, right? Yeah. That year for should be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for me, for me, for me, it was, it was a good year. Mm. But it changed a lot of things. Mm. So usually we go to work every day. I'm working different jobs every week. You know, we, we shoot in box sometimes. Or yeah. On a TV show a long time. So it was. So I never really saw any other thing I could do aside from going to work, mm. going to shoot. So there was nothing else. You can't, so online, I'm even just a normal, oh, fine guy. Hey, uh, it's a <laughs> nice outfit. Hey. And then all of a sudden, we get stripped of everything mm. we work. Absolutely. Everywhere we go, everything just goes quiet. Sure. Now, I've been wired to entertain, to go to work every day. Yeah. I hardly rest, you know, because I'm doing, from this film, you're getting the next book. And in mm. 2020, everything just goes. Meanwhile, in 2020, the beginning of the year, I'm like, you know what, I want to switch things up. I want to, let me do some fashion. Mm. You know, I look at all my, all of my colleagues, I'm like, let me show them I got what it takes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got it. <laughs> so I, I call, you know, I, luckily, fortunately, um, um, Sound City, uh, the, the music channel, invites me to come and present an award for their, um, their show. Mm. Their award show. So I, I gave them, you know, I trust them. I gave them. Hey, hey. The AMVC happened. Again, I gave them. I was like, this year, every event, I would kill it. <laughs> that much. I already started making talks with different designers oh, just, and then start looking for events to go. And March, everybody get inside. Change of plans. COVID, COVID. Yeah. So I was stuck in the house. I couldn't do anything. And ah, what's this app safe? Ah, wait, all my films I've done, let me even start watching myself. Mm. Let me even start seeing what's there. And I realized that I have this, I have humor that I, that I, I kind of play with. Yeah. So yeah. my family is, my family, none of them are surprised. When they see me, they're like, <laughs> Oh, it's cool. it's so it's the world that's like, it's people that don't so know me that are like, my family's like, that's him. I mean, but then I had a chance to be on TikTok and I found the app or the app found me. I don't know. We mm. just, we fell in love, yeah. you know, and they crowned me king of TikTok. I didn't ask them to. They just gave me a crown. I'm like, oh, okay. Because, but I was, I was so into it. I was so, and I was so happy I was entertaining people. I could just keep giving and giving and giving. And I'm thinking every weekend, what am I going to post this weekend? Okay, I need to create something. Where's the sound? I'm doing, I'm doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. It is work. Yeah, and I it, will it's say just, that. Yeah. It, it's work. Mm. So me, so when life, when we get back to life now, I got a crown. Okay, who wants to take this crown? Because <laughs> I can't keep up with this crown. Um, and I see a lot of young people that even got inspired to create. Mm. That's cool. You know, no, I didn't have the luxury of time that one year or that six mm. months to do more. So now I just stroll into TikTok and do one or two things mm. and get out. Oh. But I, I, I'm glad it opened up to. I literally got calls for comedy films. Way. Yeah, just in a different light entirely. Like that, yeah. Language. I could do a South African yeah. content yeah. and you'll be like, <laughs> I'll do a Ugandan and you'll be like, you know, I can just anything. It's a tongue. And, and this is, I can mimic. I can, I can, I can, I never do anything ordinarily. I don't know. So if, even if I watch a content, I never, I like to be original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even if there's a trend, Nah, nah. I'm not ready for that trend. You'll wait for Till I find what works to you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's when I'm going to do that. Trend, I like that. You know, so. Sorry to interrupt you over here, Kunle, but Celeste mentioned that, you know, it's work at the end of the day. Yeah. And like you're saying now, you want it to be original. And mm. people may just see and they're like, oh, Kunle, funny guy. He just posts on social media. But 
it doesn't seem like it's easy. So how much work actually goes into the background finding of you creating the filters, these things, bro. finding the filters, <laughs> <laughs> editing it's, it? Yay! Yo, so I, I so because I went, I, I studied at New York Film Academy. I learned um, the whole filmmaking, directing, nice. editing, oh. script writing. So I have the skills of editing, that's you know, okay. because that helps me a lot. Because that's the major thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had nights yeah. of watching TikTok. And I look outside, shit, 7 a.m. Oh my goodness. Oh, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's lockdown. All right, cool. <laughs> Yo, so I understood a lot of transitions. And I'm not just watching what you're doing. I'm watching how did you cut? How did you? Oh, transition. you have to move. Yeah, so it's mm. you do transitions so well. Yeah, I, 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 it was a course. I studied this thing in lockdown. Like I have a master's degree in these things because, because I literally wanted to understand. I didn't have any other thing I was doing. Right, and it's not easy. I don't. I don't do drafts. I don't do um, takes. Mm. Once I do it, no cancel. No cancel. Mm. So I have to keep. Going. So I can do it eighteen times. So if somebody calls me and says, "Can I want you to create content for me, for a product?" <laughs> you are gonna pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna pay me because if you know the work that goes yeah. into this no, thing. I, I, I know yeah. this because there is that talk about stand-up comedy and mm. people who do comedy on a social media yes, yes, platforms. Yes. It's not the same, but also I've acknowledged that as much as there's hard work to do stand-up, there's hard work to do this. Yes. I'm not on TikTok because I understood. Mm. It is. You have to work. <laughs> like 13, 15 it, it, times. Yeah. I was like, I did. I tried it once. I was like, mm, I don't have time. <laughs> Too much for me. <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, your, your tour, Money and Men, is yeah. happening this year, right? Yeah. I just had it uh, last weekend at the Little Club. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I have a notebook here. My pen's going to come on set. What have you learned about money and men, the most complicated Whoa. things on this earth? The most, compli- Tell us. the most complicated thing on this earth is that as <laughs> well... <laughs> like, thanks, guys. You need yeah. to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Tell me, sis. The, the thing is, you work... At, we were told that now you can do your thing, be that girl, mm. independent, and blah, blah, blah. I think there's a trick there. There's a trick that didn't tell us, mm. you know, because as much as we can do whatever that we want, we can't force men to look us the way we want them to yeah, look us. Yeah, yeah. They, they will only look at us the way they want to look at us. Mm. Do that make sense? Mm. So even if you, are, you have money, you have everything, that's where the whole set came from for me. It was, yeah. everyone will tell me, hey, Celeste, you're good at comedy, but when are you getting a man? You're not going to get a man mm. with this. Because I'm like, okay, now my job is a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And also the salary is a problem. Mm, I mm. feel like men have this weird relationship or response towards women with payslips. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And and they're good with women who do not do anything. Mm. If you are an achiever, even if you go home, like (laughs) you say, yeah, I know, most men, well, maybe in Nigeria you don't do that, but here they, yeah. If you, if I've known people who, who are hiding that they've got kais on date, I've done that. Yeah. I've gone on a date on Uber because I was like, Ish, hey, they will see my car, it's fine, let me just oh go my there. Because, yeah, most men don't like that because it's like, ooh, I went, now you're just going to rule me, you have money. Because mm. that's the thing, money and men is that whole thing of, once I have money as a woman, somehow I'm not attracted. Mm. It took Rihanna to be a billionaire to have a, girl, a boyfriend. What is this? <laughs> she's, been, she's been sexy, she had to be a billionaire. <laughs> On her way to be billionaire, no. every man was like, I know, not Rihanna, no. <laughs> and she fell pregnant, every man cried. Because no. they, yeah. <laughs> they cried. Because, yeah, I, all these men that were crying, why, why they were not approaching? No. Yeah. You know, that's the question. And, that's so and true. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing on mm. money and men. I've, I've, I wish like, and most especially black men. We don't have money, all of us, including you guys, so. <laughs> Black men just left the group chat. Black men just left the group chat. Spill the tea, sis. Oh, I'm yeah. mm. I think, I think after the pandemic, we must look into this money and women think differently. If that you part, have money, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean it takes away from being sexy. Yeah. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna do those things. And yeah. feminine as well. Yeah, I, listen. I think it's attractive. If Thank a woman, you. if a woman has got her thing, I, th- oh. I think it's, I think it's so attractive. We're still not paying for yeah, dates, though. I, I think it, no, no, it's yeah. okay. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we can, we can 50-50. No, <laughs> oh, I mean, no, 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 no. I can, a Nigerian man dates always, t- a Nigerian yeah. man always takes care of the bills. We know that. That's why I'm always in West Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No. But I, why do you think my holidays are there? <laughs> <laughs> Celeste is ready. <laughs> ready. I knew how this place is thinking about making you on the south. You've done your research. Yeah, let's go. It's all right. It's all right. You're welcome. <laughs>
Now, yeah, currently, no, I mean, outside of being, you know, the funny guy, you've had us laughing here this yeah. entire time. You also have to take on, you know, like we said, the lover boy role and there's some pretty sexy and intimate roles. Have you ever gotten a script received one and looked at it and thought, this might be a little bit too risky. And if not, what would be too far for you mm. in terms of an intimate scene? What would be too far for me? I would say Pond Hall would be far for me. <laughs> I mean, we are talking that I'm not going there. I think that's brilliant. I think that's far enough as we get. Everything um, before that. Everything that doesn't look like that, we can keep it in the box. Yeah. Um, but then again, people, so I have people that say to you, oh my God. Ah, you're enjoying, no. Ah, since you're kissing Cyrus, you're kissing my crush. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I get paid to do that one. To kiss your crush. Kiss your crush. Yeah. Okay. Secondly, okay. your crush is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thirdly, there were like 30 people in that room. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, that's the thing about so, sex. Yeah. So you're dealing with, I have to be, and it's cut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I'm on that angle and they come again. Sleepers. Cut. And the girl is, yo, this happened to me in real life. Oh, gosh. Let's <laughs> um, go. Very emotional thing. We're good. And, and ah, well, the baby was, you know, sweet, sweet. I don't want to mention her name. Sweet actress. I'm like, you know, we, 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 and we, we already had good chemistry. And, you know, it's such a nice kiss. And, you know, cut. Hey, baby. Yeah, 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 I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not because I was expecting anything, but that, yo, you should, have, just give, you should, have, you should have given us a moment of, <laughs> can we appreciate this kiss, this moment? Yeah, because you know that kind of spotlight, we zoned out everybody. Now, I know there are people in the room, but we did not, it was so nice. And Jeepers. the woman was caught, she just, I think her PA just gave up, she was like, hey, baby, yeah, we're done, we're done, are you outside? <laughs> This meant nothing oh to you. <laughs> oh, no, no, man. no, but well, we gotta. We, I mean, I enjoy it. Mm. I will do it as long as, like I say, it's important to the story. Mm. So I won't just readily do anything, you know, sexual. Why am I? Why? Why do they have to knock? Yes, yes, yes. Why are they knocking? Exactly. Why are they knocking? Why, they knocking? why, why is? Why is? Why is this going on? Yeah, is, yeah. It, is it for something that to add to the story? Is there any other way we can portray this love you're trying to tell gotcha. without the sex? Okay, sex is important to the story mm -hmm. for a reason. Then absolutely I'll do it. Gotcha. I mean, I but would, I love, I, I love, I love, I love comedy sex scenes. They're always dope. Because there's something, sex yeah. There's sex scenes. Have you seen uh, Eddie Murphy's movie? I don't know. The yeah, the yeah. Yeah, the, the, there's a sex scene where the, yeah, the roof is the, coming the, down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Nollywood that year, Nollywood that year, Nollywood that year. All their sex scenes were comedy. Really? Because you could just, you could see the bed frame. <laughs> First of all, the they cover, first of all, they use duvets. They use duvets <laughs> oh, or bed sheets. So, I mean, who really wants to ask you that just goes under the duvet and then yeah. cover? They come into like this and cover yourself. <laughs> the next thing they do, they do a cutaway to the bed frame and probably the 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 AD is. <laughs> so, they, they, boom. so just know that no. they are knocking. What they need take on the bed. I mean. That's fascinating. Now, Celeste, I mean, on, on only jokes allowed. The one thing that I really liked that you said was that you know black women need to break away and divorce themselves of being Mbogoto, yeah. the strong black woman. Yeah, yeah bro, we are Talk not. Talk to me about that. We're not enjoying femininity mm. as we should. Yeah, we're questioning every little thing. Even things that should be questioned, mm. you know? Um, like, for example, I'm a rural girl. Yeah. I love cooking. Me too. I love all the feminine stuff. Yeah. I love all the things that they say, well, well, kitchen is not, uh, kitchen is my place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me. The kitchen is my place. <laughs> Tell them. So, <laughs> Tell them. That's not, so I think at some point we are getting to a point where we are shying away or maybe feel bad mm. or feel like we are backwards by loving the things that we should be loving. Yes. Yeah. That it yes. comes easy for us. Because believe you me, kitchen is my place, but I don't even want to go to a car wash. I mm. want nothing to do with things that are manly. Mm. Fixing a car, tire, the Why? globe, all those things I don't like. I truly don't. Yeah. I don't, because look at my nails. No. <laughs> Your pink nails. No, 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 no. Your pink nails. No, pink nails are good. <laughs> I, I don't want to be, because I changed the tire, I didn't like it. You know, really? and as a single girl, yeah, bruh. COVID is the. Work. Too much work. Oh, how's that sex? You'll be sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know, I had a puncher and I, I, and I was coming from a corporate gig with the stockings. Oh, no. And I'm like, who's going to... Oh, no. I sat there until the truck came. I was like, it's that time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
here for that. <coughs> I love that. For real. Um, <clears throat> so I think uh, what I was saying is that we have not been afforded the chance as black women mm. to see ourselves as such, as women. 100%. As soft and vulnerable and not fighting. Yes. And not waiting. I think we are, it's way too much for me. Mm. And we, by us fighting constantly, we, we do not attract what we need to attract. And yeah, then yeah. we cry and say, we, there's no man. It's because our energy is constantly fighting mm. yeah. and constantly proving to men that we can. Let me tell you something. We don't have to prove. Mm. Yeah, By virtue of to. us giving birth, we are better than them, period, clean, done there. And I that's a word. Right. Yeah. That's a word. Amen on that. So if you want to see all of that action, here's a little bit of that award-winning comedy that you can expect from the queen of comedy, Celeste Dooley. This is the thing about being 40. I'm at the age now, I don't give a fuck. I say she, that I, I like it. Yes, girl. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> and at this age, you are confident about everything. You're confident even in your sexuality. You don't even say anything like, yeah. <laughs> you don't do it like 25. You're no longer waiting for no low baller now. Fuck it, it's gone. <laughs> you are here. And the shit thing is that at this age, you know sex and you find that men are still struggling. Nice. I read that men dissected 20 bodies. 20 bodies, yes, women bodies. They're still finding a G-spot. Oh my! <laughs> I said, I'm Zulu and I don't have much qualification, but I know the severity of the weight I said. <laughs> Looking for a cheese sport. I'm like, man, don't listen. You guys are busy with this movement. This is a wrong movement. <laughs> this is a gynecologist movement. This is not your movement. And I love this joke because only women are laughing. <laughs> And men are gonna ask these questions on their way home. Men, let's, men, let's Why were you laughing that hard? Yes! Because you are missing the fucking mark. What are you doing there? That shit is not in there. This shit is not inside, it's on top, it's outside. It's here in front of you. Right on your forehead. Because <laughs> it's, it's on top. Inside, it's on it's top. top. You've been missing it. Where are you going to? That is hilarious. Oh, man. So, this is why I, I love your work, Celeste. It's yeah. so raw, it's authentic, and it can sometimes be very sexual. And yeah. women aren't always afforded that opportunity, you know yeah. what I mean, in your industry. I want to find out from you, where do you know where to draw the line between being too sexual, overly sexual, and being in Drawing a comfortable space to talk? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think women are at this age are that press sexually. I mean, mm. we have WAP songs that we're dancing to. Yeah. Whatever it is. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, people are dressing the way they want. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes in those red carpets, we see a nipple, fine. Just <laughs> <H2> <laughs> <H2> <laughs> H2> But I don't, I don't think we are that pressed. I think yeah. uh, <clears throat> right there for me, I found that, okay, we are in this age now mm. where people really talk about their sexuality and what they want, yeah. what they prefer. So for me, it was, it was just natural. And also, we have sex. I'm 42. At this point, really, I know a thing or two. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, 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 don't, I didn't look at it as a, as a woman talking about sex. I looked at it as, a, as an experience. Because if you listen to that joke, I'm actually addressing men. Yeah. Mm. I'm not even talking about me and my sex. I'm talking about them and what they do. Yeah. You know? So I think it's also important. It will make us stop faking. Just tell people left, right, <laughs> right there. Stop. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Get that. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> and then, and when you say stop, someone goes. Wait. Reverse, reverse, reverse. Slowly. Oh to the left. my goodness. I thought you said you didn't want to do Pornhub. <laughs> Sorry, what? What did you say there? That was a hole. No, but, 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 but that, look, look, like what she said, honestly. If she doesn't talk about these things, men will never True. know. Yeah. So that, that will make you curious to yeah. say, hmm, on your head. Let me, let's it's it's yeah. 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 Go and study the thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. people Where don't talk it? about yeah. it. People don't, I think, I think that's one of the things people shy from, you know, even couples. You hear these things that they True. don't. So you hear babies that say, oh, I've never had an orgasm. But mm. how come? Wow, but do you talk to your person? How was the. So, I mean, people like her would help them say, okay, darling, where is it? Talk to me directly. If you want to talk to me, talk to me directly. Don't tell me, oh, darling, where? Put my hand. Where is it? This is my hand. Take my hand. Put. It will help you. It will help oh, you. God. And it's to help you, to but, help me. But let, me, let me be honest. Every time I did that set, men will be quiet. Until I, say, until I say on their way home, because I say, this is the top part, you watch. 
<laughs> it's like Cremora and then men who, every man will like, where is Cremora? Asking their, <laughs> asking their partner, where is Cremora? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I think also I free women a lot to say, actually, yes, we can tell them that it's on the left, it's on top. Because, I mean, it's my body, you know? Yeah. And, and I think we take it for granted that sex as an act, it's not necessarily you for, to be nasty. You love each other enough yeah. that you want to explore each other's bodies. Definitely. As human beings, as animalistic as we are, it's just me exploring your body because I like your body that much. Mm. So you must get to know the body. The body is a... There's so many parts of it. Mm. I mean, Kunle, something that I've definitely noticed about you is that... <laughs> These two. Should we leave the room now? Okay, never mind. We've got the cameras here. <laughs> now, something I've actually noticed about you is that you're yeah. actually quite uh, private with your personal life, with your family life as mm. well. I'm just curious to find out as to what is it that you want to protect yourself as well as your family from when it comes to this, this entertainment industry? Um, it's a crazy world out there. Mm. Social media is a crazy place. It's, it's a completely crazy place. Yeah. It's wilding and it gets worse every, every day. day. Yeah. yeah. Fact. Um, I've been here for a while. Um, so, say a decade. So I can, I think I've matured to a point where I can take the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to, even if I, when I start having kids, I don't want to have a, a reason for them to suffer that. Mm. To go through what I'm going through, That's or true. to go through what I will go through, mm. I don't want. Um, I don't want a situation where you, you, my people, I still know you, my mother, know my brothers, but mm. I won't just put it in your face. So that when you see them, you won't be like, oh, that's good, brother. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, brother. Ah, why is he? Why, why is he driving that kind of car? Ah. Uh, why is that? You know, there's so much pressure. Or, right. or why is he taking a bike? You know, why yeah. is he not on a car? Why is it? You know, it's just those pressures that I don't. They might not be able to handle it. Mm. Yeah, I can handle it. So you, you focus on me. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. you want to laugh? It's a good movie. We're doing this. We're yeah. creating this. We're, we're hosting this. Yeah. It's, it's there's so much to give you mm. that I don't think you need this. Yeah. Mm. Right. So even, even, even with marriage, it's going to be that same way. Except my wife is in the limelight. Mm. If she's in the limelight, then again, we're still going to have to protect ourselves. Yeah. But if yeah. she's not and she's doing her thing, my darling, by all means, of course I'll show you off, but mm. my darling, tastefully, you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. But again, that one, I'll show you smart thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. Because again, not everybody wants the limelight. Some people think they want it. Some people mm. think they can handle yeah. it. But, mm. uh -huh. Speaking of that, you know, being exposed and that expose, I can imagine for the both of you, and I'll start with you, Celeste, you know, yeah. you're a comedian. There's an expectation that, hey, we are going to laugh today. Like, yeah. you're going to be funny. You're always on. But yeah. you're a human being at the end of the day. You go through pain. You go through hurt. How do you handle that? How do you manage, you know, that balance? I always have almost six hours by myself. I like that. I wake up very early. Mm. I'm an early person. Whether I'm working, I'm not working. Four o'clock, and I want silence. Mm. I want me. Mm. I even switch off the phone. Sure. I will pick up the phone from nine o'clock. Mm. You know, I wake up so early. Sometimes I'll have ideas for my work by eight o'clock. I want to heat up people. I'm like, oh, it's too early. It's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it helps me to navigate at what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. to navigate how I'm going to face people, to navigate whether I'm still happy with what I'm doing to navigate all of these things, yeah. like, more especially if I've had a show the previous night. Yeah. You've been hearing people go, ah, screaming, standing. That's enough energy mm. for you to replenish again. Bring back to yourself again. So I think the most important thing is to find time for stillness mm. and to be with yourself. So by the yeah. time you talk, every time I go out, I really have given myself time. Mm. That's why people always think that I'm always on. No, yeah. it's because I've always prepared myself mm. that now I'm going to the shops. Mm. Now I might have a selfie. Awesome. Mm. You know what, Celeste? I mean, the whole thing of withdrawing, it's a very oh. middle child thing. Man. Oh. And this thing of us needing our space because there's a lot of people around and we need to process what's going on. Yeah. And it's quite funny because, I mean, you've got eight siblings. Oh, yeah. Eight siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need your, your you time at some point. I do. And I... In, in, in and of itself, I mean, the living arrangement is comedy material in and of itself. <laughs> but I do want to know, I mean, are you the, the roaster in your family? Are you the terrorist when it, it comes to your yeah, family? Yeah, yeah. My mom calls me MC. Like, hey, <laughs> you talk too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, because I always find funny in everything. Mm. Two of my sisters are married to French guys. And when they came they, to see my mom, they both came together. So my mom saw the, her in-laws, white men, at the same time, we in the rural areas. Like was like, she was like this. Who's and the who? thing is, we grew up, uh, and in my family, we, we started uh, schooling early. So mm. we would leave home 
immediately we finished matric to go to varsity. So she had never experienced us with a boyfriend and this one. Mm. Me and my sisters, we were like, okay, you know, yeah. good girls. Good girls. And then we finished. We went to varsity. And that's when we did our things and went back. So when they came back with the two white boyfriends, my mom was like, eh. <laughs> what is this? She was shocked. So what are they going to eat? I said they're French cheese. Relax. <laughs> So for me, all those things were not as strange. Oh, that's brilliant. I made a joke. I said to mom, come down. They're just French guys. Come down, because I'm coming with a Nigerian. And if I'm like, there's more to come, relax. <laughs> so I like to find, like you said, you laugh first. My mm. mind goes there first. Because yeah. everyone else was up and I was like, oh my God, what are you going to do? Because there was no warning. Yeah. My sisters were like, yes, this is our people. Like, <laughs> what are you coming do? from? They were coming from a nice excursion and blah, blah, blah. So oh, they hectic. came with these guys. Uh, they look like red in the bundus. You know white people, they like bundus. They were there, the bundus, red in the cheeks everywhere. And my mom was like, are they really white? I'm like, yeah, they, they might yeah. look a bit otherwise for now. It's from the sun. But, you know, but, but I come back. Yeah, but I think sometimes we get shocked in the space of a moment when something happens. Mm. You, it's, it's an unbelievable, it's sort of the whole thing of, my mom was not ready. Yeah, yeah. It's not mm. like he was, he was like, you guys never said anything. Mm. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's, and, and now they're married and uh, we're cool with their in laws, I visit, it's a cool thing. My mom yeah, goes yeah. to France. Do you understand? Know so, so it's not a, a matter of there was a hate or anything wrong, it was the shock. But then mm. everyone else with the shock, they're going to make this thing awkward. Yes. So I'll just put the joke in there. Got you. And everyone laughed. So, yes, I am a Rosa in my family. And, sure. but, but when I was growing up, two of my brothers, Damn, we're on my case. Really? I'm the only big girl. Everyone is skinny, including hey. my dad. Yeah. Imagine oh. growing up in a family of 10, I'm the part. only big one. <laughs> my dad is a tiny person. My mom is a tiny person. Hey. My siblings, I took after my mom's father. I don't know. I was like, hey. why, why, why? <laughs> but now I, I love it and I enjoy because I think it also went with my personality. Mm. Now they're like, it makes sense that you, you know, you're the only big one because the personality is there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, need all the room to fill the personality. Exactly. Got yeah. you. And exactly. for Kunle, what was it like for you? What was your relationship with your siblings? Where you strike me as like you were the ultimate roaster when something happened yeah. over there. You were the first to jump on oh, and say, yes. well, what, "What is that?" So <laughs> how were you guys growing up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I would say I, I was the one that, that got beat the most. Oh really? No. Oh my dad beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh well, he did. You beat. Deserve it, I think, I th- here's the thing about fathers. I, I think he saw himself in me. Ah. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's that kid you see. I'm like yeah. this is me. Yeah. And I, I'm going to mess you up. <laughs> he beat the shit out of me. Um, my older brother is quiet. My younger brother is yeah, it's calm. My sister's like. Nye. I mean, they calm, everybody's just easy. Mm. But they, yeah, they are badass. They are mouths to a. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. will roll. Well, and here's the thing it's like, it's like, it's like um, soccer, right? Mm. If they pass the ball to you, oh, do yeah. not hold on to that ball. <laughs> yeah. Because we will roast you till you cry. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as they give you the ball, always pass it back. Always pass it. Just yeah. always. So you can jump on you and jump on you. But I always just had the. I was adventurous. I was the. Let's do this. Let's do mm, this. Mm, let's fly. Superman, let's climb the wardrobe and dive. <laughs> let's do this. I did it too until my brother caught it. Sorry, I mean, no. Well, <laughs> your cat was just not here. <laughs> everything. I was always the one. But again, once sure. my mom looks at me and she's like, you're actually preparing for where you are now. Nah. Right? Because it was always, always been, you know, dramatic. I'm curious about everything. I want mm. to do this. I'm, I'm roasting you. I have, I have um, an incident where one of the slaps my dad gave me. He said um, they were eating. One off. We were eating. We were one off. We were one off. We were eating and um, we were watching the show, all of us. You know, we we're glued to it. And he goes, uh, my mom says, Kunle, give me water to wash my hand. It will swallow. Mm. So I take the bowl. I, I get up by watching TV like this. Oh. I go to the kitchen. Oh, goodness. Put the bowl, you know, then rush back. Then I go stand in front of my dad like this. Oh, my no. mom says, bring water. I stand in front of my dad like this. And he slaps me. And he says, boom. Wow. And he says, What do you say? Thank you. I said, so he, he, he will slap oh you and tell you to say thank you. Yeah. And he said, Oh, thank you. Sir. Jeepers. But you know, but, you know what I was watching was more important to me. <laughs> I just I stood there. Uh, so I, I remember that slap every time 
I see. So I have a nephew that's like, each time I see the boy and his misbehavior, I'm like, hmm. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see my DNA. Mm-hmm. That's my sister's first son. I see my sure. DNA in that boy. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> see the terrorist. <laughs> exactly. But I, I can't. I'm, you're not my son directly, but man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if your sister With ever needs love, some reinforcements, you're there. I tell her, I got you. <laughs> Bring him to me, Call I got me. you. No, maybe, maybe you should just channel him to say, okay. Because now you see yourself in here. Well, he has mm. to go. See, there's nothing you want to do in this life. There's nothing they didn't do to me or try to... I, I still had to go through... I still had to be stubborn. Mm. But here's the thing. The only thing I think I feared most as being the child is I never wanted to see my parents cry. Oh, I never sure. wanted to see my mom cry. I never wanted to have a reason for her. So I kind of made the right choices. Uh-huh. Or maybe I pro- probably escaped. <laughs> but I always yeah. was considering, you know, before I make it short, before I do something, I think about it. I don't want, I, I never want her to come to the police station to come get me. I don't want, So yeah. even when I, I, I slept in the cell before, random, I was working in the cyber cafe, they raided everybody, I locked him in the cell. Um, I didn't call her. She was traveling that day, I didn't call her, I called my brother. Jesus. That night I danced Damn. Michael Jackson. I sang Two Face, African Queen. Wait, where? In the cell. <laughs> I to get you it. through the night. <laughs> you know what you, know you no, enter? No, you know don't you tell enter? the story. Don't jump. <laughs> you know when you enter a small cubicle what? and you have like 14 guys there? Yeah. 14. <laughs> it, with the toilets in the same place and they just tossed me. In. It was night. Oh and my once, goodness. Once they, once, they, once they arrest you at night, or weekends, you know, yeah. you know, you know yeah. that. You're coming out on Monday. I think it was a Thursday night. So as they just tossed me in. <laughs> Good evening. Uh-uh, fine boy. So you know, fine boy was slap, slap. It was fine boy to the center until I got to the center. I said, well, ah. I said I'm an actor. I said, I, want to, I, said, I literally sang. I can't sing the same, but I sang, you are my African queen. I'm not joking. I felt stupid. The good thing is, I was able to send an SOS to my younger brother. My younger brother. I said, I'm telling you, I did hoo-hoo. My God, I'm not joking. In the small space, I threw my legs. And the guy said, you know what? You threw your legs. I said, if you hit me. Oh, that's brilliant. My younger brother comes oh to bail me the next oh, morning. <laughs> he comes to bail me the next morning. He said, I, I just I said, oh, tell Benga not to tell mommy. Because oh, mommy was traveling to yeah. another state. <laughs> he didn't tell her. So he just came in the morning. I was... I've never, time has never been so slow. <laughs> you know when they, when, they, when they check you oh, in, when they check you into the new hostel? How long did you by, by, Well, an hour. It was, it was, worse. It was an hour performance. Uh, when they check you in, wow. I've never wow. shared this story. Yeah. I've shared it online. Wow. When they checked wow. me in, it was like 7.30, 6.30 to 7. You know, there's no clock. So it's, oh. I just have to keep seeing. I'm waiting for a daybreak. I, I slept standing. Originally, I, st- I stood sleeping. I don't know how I did it, but there was a stand, there was a sleep. But you, you couldn't do No, I, you, you need to laugh. I laughed. Because it was ridiculous. I was so eager to leave there. My younger brother, I've, I always roast him. I'm always, Yo. I mess him up. But he was the one I called to bail me. Jeepers. He comes and while I'm, it's already daybreak. Thank you, Jesus. But hey, hey, did he get the message? Because I didn't call him. I sent somebody to him. Mm. Did he get the message? Huh, I hope he hasn't told Momsy. I hope he hasn't, uh, my mm. girlfriend then. Mm. I hope he hasn't told her. <laughs> I hope he hasn't told her or whatnot. And then he comes and says, I just said, Kule, if you see the way I jumped from the back, <laughs> sir, to the front. <laughs> Uh, it was what I said. I, I, I was the guy in the house. I was the guy in the house. I was the guy. I was the guy. From roasting all the way into the jail cell. <laughs> Coming up next, we get into the future of comedy and the ways in which laughter can bring some serious and much needed changes to Africans and how it is that we view ourselves.
Now, we know in terms of comedians, with both of you in actual fact, that you know your work sometimes can be designed around saying whatever it is that you want, as wild as it is, but you wrap it up with a little bit of a joke. We saw earlier on this year at the Oscars what happened. Mm-hmm. How far is too far in terms of now you're really offending people, or is it really just anything goes? I think the minute you know there's a comedian in front of you, I mean, when I leave home, my intention is not to harm. Mm. My intention is to make people laugh. Mm. Yeah. And I think I, comedy sells truth in contrast of what most mainstream we sell illusion. We yes. give you what we want you to see. With comedy, we go there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think the whole thing of sensitivity and whatnot, I think people should just do like what they do in hip-hop and whatever other music. People complain and say there's vulgar language, switch it off. Mm. Nah. Just don't go to comedy show. Mm. The minute you buy my tickets, that's a comedy show. Mm. Leave yourself. I wrote this before I saw you. Nah. Do you understand? Yeah. I, yeah. I, and also some of the things are improvs. Mm. I'm not going to miss on a punchline because now I must think, no, I'm here, I'm working. Mm. I, after this, do you think we even sit on that joke? No. Mm. There are things that we say that are just right now. On. This joke, because comedy is timing. Yes. yes. So I can't miss the timing because I must be, you know, I'm not saying people should not be sent. All I'm saying is I don't think mainstream media is ready. Maybe, maybe Netflix has done a great job for showing so many comics and so many voices. Mm. Yes. But I think it's the mainstream media that needs to learn comedy rather than dissect something that mm. you're not familiar with. Because we are here now teaching you things and unpacking nuances and unpacking... Um, you know, satires. Mm. It's a satire. Yeah. I must go there. Mm. I must exaggerate this. I must say it like that so that when the punchline lands, I said something that shocked you. Yes. It's a shock effect. It's a punchline. It's a timing. It's a punchline. Mm. There's a lot of technicalities in the thing. Mm. So sometimes people are in their feelings over something that is... And the thing is, the funniest thing, that joke, if I was hired to do a corporate gig for people with that illness, that's a perfect joke. That's the first one you write. <laughs> Let me drink that's, my this water. is the thing about it. Let me drink my water. When, when I cannot go to the prison and perform to people who are in prison and not acknowledge their situation. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I can say, hey, guys, I'll meet you outside. <laughs> I know that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why, because then they need to laugh about that situation. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not here to say I like the fact that they're in jail. They're in jail already. Mm. But the punchline works with the timing Mm. and works with them. Understand that they must do the time and my timing. Look at the thing. (laughs) You see what I mean? Uh, I think, I think, I think there's a lot that the society needs to learn. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm not here to take who was, but obviously, definitely. I don't think even him, he apologized because it's a wrong move. Of course, it was a spare for a moment, whatever it is, mm. but you can't go up and slap someone. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if they fought at the parking lot, that was going to be a great story <laughs> and an understandable story because mm. I let you finish and then, you know what I mean? Mm. And then, of mm. course, we can discuss it. I don't think he intentionally said that, driving it to the illness. Mm. No. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's an outside look. Yeah. I mean, speaking of intentions, I mean, we've seen that comedy really is a safe space and a platform to Mm. speak about difficult topics. Mm. Yes. In both of your your comedies, what particular topics or discussions do you want people to have? Truth. Mm. Everything and anything. Everything is important. Mm. Everything. Politics, everything. Everything. I mean, like I say, when you see something, whenever I see something online, any news... Even in Russia and the Ukraine, there's... There's a joke yeah. there. And if I want to say anything about I mean, that, I really never said anything about it because I would say something. And the funniest thing about that was that the comedian is fighting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, who's... Yeah. Is this a joke? Is this a joke? Like that. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? I think... It is. Yeah, man. But the truth is there, right? If you mm. listen properly. So, you, you can't get carried away with the joke. The joke is just a soft landing. I mean, the, the surrounding of that truth... It's just a soft mm. landing. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm talking to you. Mm. I'm talking directly to you. I'm just making people around you laugh mm. if you don't get it. But, uh, I mean, I give kudos to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you know, on a you different... know, you know what, we, what we say? If mm. that joke didn't land, because people now forget, they talk about what happened after. Yes. They don't talk about the moment when the punchline land. Mm. What did the audience do? They laughed. Thank you. Yeah. Even the people who had the information about the illness, they found it funny. Yeah. 
Now, in respect, so me, if I, if people are laughing, I've done my job because mm. I'm mm. here for punchlines. Yeah, and speaking Not of punching. you know. <laughs> Hashtag Will Smith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you, you know, you've spoken a lot about Pan-Africanism and mm. both of you have mentioned how important it is. Well, you know, comedy can bring really serious topics to mm. the forefront. Why do you both think it's super important, you know, for Africans to band together and work together as well? It is important because in this generation and this world where we are progressive about so many things, mm. I'm worried that when it comes to racism and how black people are living, that hasn't changed. Mm. There's no progress mm. there. Mm. So for me, I'm like, as a dark-skinned woman who've enjoyed all the sorts of things that black people go through, like, I'm like, why are we not progressing in this one part? Mm. No. Why whenever we talk about racism, it's a difficult topic? No, yes. let's progress. Like, we are, progress we are progressing in sexual stuff. Let's progress in racial stuff. 100%. Because the things, we, we, then we are not a progressive generation. No. We are progressive in, in parts that mm. are comfortable mm. with whoever is paying. Mm. We are not yeah. progressive about the truth. Yes. If you don't preach right now, preach! <laughs> Preacher. That's the word. Speaking about Pan-African, I, I, I feel that we need to do more together. I mean, there's, there's room for unity. And I feel that the moment we can mm. love one another, it will make a whole difference in our lives. I feel we need to do more together. Mm. You know, there's, there's really no difference between us. It's, mm. Mm. Right? So if, it's sad when you see black on black, mm. right? I mean, I'm not saying we should be against every other race, but they are not against themselves, nah. right? I, I've never no, seen. I've never seen anywhere where you say Europeans yeah. and Americans are no. Even it's subtle, right? It's, yeah. it's not even there. Mm. But you see, the black. It's. I mean, it, it might be the mindset, or it might be the situation where they've they've positioned that. But yeah. who is they? Mm. Mm. We have because we can change. Absolutely, we can. We can decide to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to love you. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to respect you because. You're just an African like I am, you know. Mm. Um, you, you look at, you look at, you look at, I, I don't know how to explain this with, with I was going to go into animal world and say, you see dogs, they can, they can mingle, they can chill. Mm. It's not every time, we're, ah! mm. sometimes we can just be, I mean, I want to explore Africa. I want to eat all the foods. I want to explore the culture. I want to, I want to wear a Zulu outfit. I want mm. to get a Zulu name, mm. right? And, and I want to tell that story to the world. So you see that it's, it's, it's actually love and, 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 and peace. That's that not that more common. You say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just think we just need to share that more and do more films. People, people are moved by. If they put put it in a book, an African man wouldn't read it, right? Mm. If you want to hide anything from an African man, put it in a book. Mm. But there's visual power which we have, which yes, we carry, right? Yes. So since we make films, how can we tell the stories together? How can we make us see like we are actually family? I want to mm. see what Christmas is like with South Africans. I want to see what it's like with Kenyans. I yeah. want to see what it's in Uganda. I want to see what. Or the religion. I want to experience everything, you know. And and I feel the more we can preach that, with the influence we have, the better for us, you know. Mm. To okay. have that, yeah. Now, before I close our conversation, we have an impromptu game that we want to play with our guests today. It's going to be fun and hopefully super hilarious. But you do not want to miss it. It's going to be so good. Stick around. the best actors and jokesters who keep us laughing. And up next, we're going to try our luck and uh, create a little bit of magic off the cuff. So both of you guys are award-winning actors, comedians, yes. right? So this really should be super easy for you guys. Now, so we're going to play a little game of improv. Mm -hmm. Okay. The rules of the game are simple. I'm going to give you two characters <laughs> and a scene. And the two of you have to continue the scene however you want. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you the first line, then you carry on. Okay. But at any moment, Swelly and I can change up the scene and we want you to change your delivery, right? Okay. With a different emotion. So if okay. you said a line or something, then, you know, and I say, tell you to change, it must, the emotion must change. Okay. Change the emotion. Yes. So with same the line, line, I can change the line yeah. too. You can know, keep the same line, the same but line. different emotion. Okay, cool. Okay. You got it, Kunle? <laughs> so let me break go. down the scene. Let me break down the scene for you. Yeah, so the scene yeah, is yeah. simple. Celeste, uh -huh. you're a bank robber. 
Oh, Lord. Okay. Kunle, <laughs> okay. you are the bank manager's son who cannot let Celeste get away with the money because you need the money to pay for your baby mama's debts. Okay? So there's your motive, all right? Celeste, your first line is, <laughs> Sir, I don't care if her water just broke. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. Okay. And action. Sir, I don't care if her, line, her water is broke. <laughs> I didn't say her line. I said her water. Well, I don't care if it's water or line. I don't care. I want money now. Sexy. Say. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care if your water is broke. I can broke. You can break mine. I broke a couple of waters. Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute. Sad. Go sad. Say. I really don't care if her water's broke. <laughs> I want this money. Please. Just give me the gun first. Are you gonna shoot me? Are you gonna shoot me? No, just give me the gun. Give me the money first. No, give me the I told you, I water just broke. Uh, it's fine, but I'm breaking now because I'm also I'm broke as well. <laughs> Your chest is breaking. <laughs> let's carry on from there and let's go confused. Huh? <laughs> What's that got to do with me? I want money. I don't care if it broke as the water is broke. That's my baby mama. Uh, I don't care. I don't know her. I want the money now. I don't want her. I want the money. Oh. I'm not even going to give you my baby mama. I'm just... Do you? Do you? Do you, do you swing? No, I don't swing like that. Uh, what do you mean? I'll just make a, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not talking about hair. I want the money. Be excited. <laughs> really? The water broke? <laughs> wow. For real? For real? Yeah. That's why I need the money. But I still need the money <laughs> too. That's, that's, Listen, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I know. You ever, <laughs> seen, you ever <laughs> seen the water break? <laughs> like, what, like, have you ever seen it? Did she, I show told you? Me, she, no, she told me, and, and, and she said everywhere was flooded. And look, I just really? buy, I need to buy mops. She told right? me now. Ah, yeah, she, she, I mean, she's not a big. But why were you still here? Because I need the money. Because I want the money too. Give me the money and go. To okay, you. okay, okay. Calm down, calm and down. Oh, you are hungry. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's hunger <hungry> now. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> 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 oh, that is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. gosh. Improv with... So Congrats, please, Nollywood, cast me. Thank you. <laughs> you can I'm play back, I'm with your number one boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that is a wrap on today's episode of Never Late African Time Podcast. Thank you to our wonderful guests, the fierce and funny Celestin Tuli, and our sexy lover boy. That's <laughs> cute. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the conversation does not end here whatsoever. You can send us your thoughts, do the right thing, and catch all the African stories that are represented here by our family at Netflix. And see for yourself why we are never late, but always on time. What? African time. Oh, yes. Now streaming on all podcast platforms.